the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score Studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Polito. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And as usual, we always have the winning combination for you. And of course, today that means the award-winning Lucy Polito of Score is with us. How are you doing today, Lucy? I am wonderful, well, happy, and uh, healthy, and I hope you are the same. Ah, indeed I am. And, you know, SCORE has got a lot of stuff going on over there. And I've been getting people asking me, uh, you know, uh, is the BizFest going to be happening? Uh, what about the, the Women's Expo I think you had last year? Uh, are those we things going to be happening? We are, of course, they're going to be happening. As a matter of fact, uh, March 15th, we would like to invite everybody to visit the uh, uh, SCORE office. And they will be uh, welcome with the uh, great event that we are going to have. This is the women's uh, show, really. It'll be March 15th. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing a lot of ladies who have businesses or want to start a business uh, and to learn. And more important, we're really going to try to uh, make sure this is a great opportunity for networking. And that's what we really want to show on this particular uh, time is this is an event where you can uh, come and meet an awful lot of other ladies uh, that are also in business. And, you know, we have to help each other and networking is certainly the way to do it. So uh, March 15th, we start at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, Be there. Be square, as they say, or be square. Is that the old-fashioned story? Yeah, that's know. something like that. And how that's late do you expect like that, it to yeah. go? Is it is this going to be a half day, full day, into the evening? It'll be, it'll be. I think until three o'clock. Okay, and once again, and the, then of course, depending on what happens, maybe we'll continue during the evening. You know, <laughs> once you get started, you get, you get a bunch yeah, of ladies once you together. Get started, you that's never right. know when it's going to end. Um, now is. Are, are can uh, women who have businesses can they get like a table there or, or is uh, that already? Yes. Uh, uh, we're almost booked, but uh, I, I really haven't kept up with how many are sold. But I know that it's been it was very popular last year. It's going to be equally uh, probably better than last year. Uh, and you know what? It's very inexpensive. It's forty dollars per table. So come on, give me a break. You know that's pretty inexpensive. So. Uh, you know, the whole idea is for people, ladies who have a business, want to promote it and get to know other business women. That's what we are all about. We want to show that, uh, you know, there are an awful lot of ladies who are in business. And, uh, you know, if men want to join, heck, we you know, 
we're not going to be prejudiced. We'll let you in also. (laughs) All right. Well, that's good news. Now, that's for exhibitors, right? For the $40 per table, that's for an exhibitor. Yes. What about attendees who just want to be there and and see the exhibitors? I think that will be free. Oh, wow. All right. So, and once again, if you'd like to be an exhibitor, best thing to do is probably go to the website, orlando.score.org, or even at this point, call on the phone, because that's going to be here in just, you know, a few weeks. So, four It's uh, really less than a month. So, you know, get your name in there. All right. 407-420-4844. That, of course, is the normal phone line for SCORE and your normal office hours are 10 to 4 Monday through Thursday and 10 to 1 on Friday. So you'll want to call in those hours, or if you call after hours and leave a message, they'll call you back at the next business day uh, and to be able to set this up because this is, it was it was a very popular event, very well attended last year, great networking opportunity. And, it really is. And once again, it, it starts, uh, it, you said at 8 o'clock in the morning, goes to about 3 o'clock or so in the afternoon. Yes. At the National yes. Entrepreneur Center, which is a great facility over there in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End, just off McGuire. And you know, it's right inside the doors there off McGuire. And it's a beautiful facility. They have conference rooms over there. And it's worth going if you haven't seen the National Entrepreneur Center. Uh, but of course, with all. Ample the- parking. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. that's the other thing. Yep. Ample parking. Yep. And easy in and easy out. So uh, you'll want to take care of that, take advantage of that on March the 15th. And then there will be other events that will be coming up as well, and we'll be telling you about those uh, ahead of time also. So, But the best way to stay on top of everything that SCORE has got going on is to go to the website, orlando.score.org. Sign up for the newsletter there, and that way you'll get alerts as well as uh, all the other things that SCORE's got going on. These are the bigger events, that, like the one we were just talking about. But, of course, they also have webinars going on virtually every day. They have the workshops, which are the five basic uh, classes for starting a business from scratch. And they also have the Coffee with the Leader presentations going on. So w- with the folks at SCORE, Lucy, you all always have something going on. Correct, but you know you got to mention one thing. What's that? The price. Okay, the price well, of all these things <laughs> for for you folks. All of the offerings at Score, the mentorship program, these educational programs, uh, these events, unless like you're an exhibitor or something like that, is at the only inflation proof price of once again, Lucy. How much? You know, it just hurts me to say it all the time when you consider what you get. For the wonderful price of free. <laughs> Absolutely no charge to you. And that's because SCORE has great sponsors and gets great grants and has great volunteers like Lucy who don't uh, who don't earn a dime. They, they don't get paid a penny for what they do. They get paid out of the joy that they have in seeing you succeed. Okay, so all you have to do is ask. And so, once again, Orlando.score.org for the website. 407-420-4844 for the phone, for the offices. And then, of course, don't forget the Facebook page, Score Orlando on Facebook. And I probably don't mention that enough. All right, but speaking about uh, lady businesses, ladies and businesses, uh, that brings us to our guest today. And she is a motivational speaker, and she is Shantae Lowe. Shantae Lowe, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thank you for having me. 
All right. Well, uh, you haven't been on the show before, but we usually start this way anyway, and you have been. Uh, we'd like to find out a little bit about the person themselves before we get to, you know, their business and what they're doing currently. So give us some background on Shante Lowe. Uh, like, where are you from? Where are you born? Where'd you grow up? Uh, that sort of thing. And, and so, sort of the background as to where you got to where you are. So I'm actually a retiree too, um, retired from sport. I was a professional athlete for almost two decades. I've competed in four Olympic games across three continents. Um, first started by representing Team USA in 2004 in Athens, Greece, then in 2008 in Beijing, China, 2012 in London and 2016 in Rio. I fell in love with the Olympics when I was four years old, when I heard the national anthem played for Florence Griffith Joyner. And I knew that I wanted to represent Team USA and be an ambassador for my country through sports. Um, I ended up coming through a, a bit of a hardship after falling in love with the Olympics. My mother ended up getting an abusive relationship. We fell into poverty at its worst, um, domestic violence and at its worst, it was homelessness. And I thought I would have to give up on my dream, but I had a grandmother who really encouraged me that no matter how hard or how difficult you never give up from your goal or give up on your goal. And that came because she, when she was 16 years old, got pregnant, ended up marrying my grandfather, had a dream of singing by the age of 45. It had never happened, but she did not give up on it. She got invited to sing at a Republican fundraiser, ended up singing the battle hymn of the Republic with all of her heart. A man was standing at the bottom of the stage and he said, I have never heard that song sang like that. If I become president, I want you to sing at my inauguration. Well, that man was Ronald Reagan and my grandmother sang the national anthem for President Reagan's inauguration. So hearing her story inspired me that no matter how hard or how difficult, you never give up on your goals. And I immediately started dedicating myself towards my goal of becoming an Olympian. Um, moved from California to Georgia Tech. I was a bit of an athletic nerd <laughs> and I wanted to go to a school that had great academics as well as athletics. And my sophomore year in college, I made my first Olympic team. So that's kind of how I got here uh, to, to the state of Florida with my husband and my, our three amazing children. And now, you know, into my new career <laughs> as a retiree. Well, I, I did not recognize your name, but weren't you a track star? Was it a track, track and field? Yes, yes, I did high jump. I, That's jumped, what, yeah. I actually have the American record. <laughs> you have the American. How high was that? So it's six feet eight and three quarters inches. And when people are like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Okay, I could jump over LeBron James's head." Oh that's my how lord, high. <laughs> that's uh, that's quite a leap. And uh, were you always good at at hopping and jumping, or how did you? How did that become your sport? I've always been fascinated so, with that because that in the long jump, because it, it seems like these are feats that the human body wasn't meant to do. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree with you 100%. I say it's a layup and then you change your mind midair and do a backflip. But right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I learned how to do the high jump and I learned I had a talent for jumping, jumping from the crib, right? Is that what you did? <laughs> I, I did do that. My sister informed me I climbed on the top of the refrigerator when I was two. Oh. But, <laughs> but it was the song, Crisscross Will Make You Jump. And so when my mom would go to work, we'd pull the mattresses out on the front lawn, jump with all of our might, dancing to the music. And I realized even if I wasn't on the mattress, I could jump higher than the other kids. And so that's how I found the high jump. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Six feet, eight inches. Wow. Um, uh, 
So, so you uh, you went directly. Well, we only have a short time in this uh, segment. So when we come back, uh, we'll pick it up from there. But uh, is there some way? Do you have a website or something like that where people can visit us? Visit, I'm sorry, visit you in the meantime. Yes. Yeah, so um, shantelospeaks dot com is my website. Okay, and you spell Shante C H A U N T E L O L O W E and then speaks S P E A K S. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. When we come back, once again, we'll be speaking with Olympic champion Shante Lowe and who holds the American record for the high jump. And uh, that's, 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 that's leaping. That's, that's going up in life, you know? So we'll, we'll talk about how she translates that into what she's doing today. So please stay with us because we'll be right back with more of what's the score. back. We are What's the Score? That Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Shantae Lowe, and she's a former Olympian and, and quite the high jumper. And it must have been fascinating. One more question about the Olympics. Uh, to travel the world as a representative of our country. I absolutely loved it. I think that we are very fortunate to live here and being able to interact with people all over the world that come from different backgrounds. It helped me realize I am a global citizen, but I'm very fortunate to be able to represent this country. So so then after the Olympics, what then? I, I, you said you came here, you're married, have two beautiful children. and But what what are you doing now and how did you get from there to here? Yes. So um, my husband and I moved here. He, he's born. He's not born in Florida, but raised in Florida, went to Titusville High School, um, ended up going to Florida State. But we ended up coming here because once we had our three children, we needed help. And his parents are here to be able to help us. And in the summer after I retired from track and field in 2016, um, within a couple of years in 2019, I ended up finding a small rice size lump while doing a self-breast exam and found out that I had breast cancer. And through that, finding out that I had breast cancer, I decided that because I learned the statistics that one in eight women in their lifetime will be diagnosed with breast cancer and that African-American women are 40% more likely to die of it than our white women counterparts, I felt like I needed to do something. And so I decided to document my journey through a double mastectomy, through the chemotherapy and train for my fifth Olympic games, which would have been the Tokyo 2020 games while undergoing that treatment for cancer in order to raise awareness. And I felt this overwhelming sense of pride and joy because it was no longer about doing it for myself, but doing it for other people who would possibly face this diagnosis. And I realized that I wanted to jump into a career where I could serve other people. And so as I began to share my story, I started getting a high demand to speak, to talk about resilience, to talk about perseverance and help these organizations that were facing unimaginable difficulties. And this started stemming because of the COVID-19 pandemic. People were hurting and my life experience had the answers for that. I'm a bit of a ham. And as you can tell, I talk a lot. So um, putting those two things together being able to give keynote talks and, and consultations to organizations, um, corporations, and people that were just generally in need of that hope 
is my life's work. And now my business is growing at a great rate and I am doing what I absolutely love by serving people who need it the most. Did you anticipate it turning into this when, when you, as you said, because this started as you were going to go to the Olympics again? Yes, not at all. Not even in the least bit. And, you know, when I started realizing there was a demand, I've always heard that when, first of all, I didn't want to do like entrepreneurship at all. Uh, I thought I was going to be a corporate giant, a financial planner. I was actually series seven, 66 and 63 holding person who was in financial services. So I thought that's what I would be doing with a degree in economics. But no, this is people need this. And I'm able to fill a need with my passions and my joys, my talents, my skills. And I felt like it is a calling for me and it's fantastic, but no, I did not expect it. (laughs) Uh, Lucy, I just want to go to you for a moment because of course you have seen this story before. And of course, in different circumstances where people find their life's work and, 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 and with it being a business, I mean, that's the ideal situation, Lucy. You know, it's interesting because I think, you know, you always hear that everybody wants to have their own business, wants to own their own business. And perhaps that's everyone's goal uh, in life, but not everybody is able to do it. And sometimes you start a business when you least expect it, when you never even thought about it. And this is the case of Shantae. And she's very good at it. And it's outstanding that she can be good at two different, totally different things. However, there is one thing that comes through uh, with her previous life and her current life, and that is discipline. Uh, You have to have discipline to have a successful business. And you have to, you know, you have times when you uh, fall and you have to pick yourself up and, uh, you know, She's a sports uh, enthusiast and obviously a, a quite a an experienced person. You have to have that. You have to have the discipline, and that's where that comes in. Shante, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and just even also adding the fact that you have to dedicate towards your education. I love what SCORE is doing for people and providing the education, especially when you're first getting started. And when I didn't know you know, until you guys contacted me, that score organization so great as this even existed. So what I did is I ended up teaming up with Bank of America and Cornell and taking their entrepreneurship course because I did not want to be another statistical athlete who has, you know, tries to succeed in business and ends up falling flat because they don't have a solid foundation. And so I think that what you guys are doing here, providing entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs with that wealth of knowledge from all of the volunteers and retirees that I, 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 it'd be foolish not to take advantage of it. Absolutely. Uh, now, people go to your website. Do you do a, like a, a podcast or anything like that? I have not as of yet. It's been so incredibly difficult learning how to manage the time. And as Lucy was talking about that discipline, you know, being a mother of three children during the COVID-19 pandemic, homeschooling, starting a business, training for the Olympics, like I'm barely catching my breath. But um, I have been a guest on several podcasts and that's where I'm at right now. And I just wrote a book. Um, so that will be coming out really, really soon. I'm very excited about that. Oh, excellent. Excellent. And um, the, the website, once again, com. That's speaks plural, correct? 
Yes, it is. Okay, ShantaeLowSpeaks.com. And this, uh, this business venture, uh, you know, timing is everything in life. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, the, the pandemic and, and people, even people who maybe not known that they had this need before suddenly became aware of it. And, but then there was the communication problem. How did, did you overcome that? Were you already, um, because you were a world traveler, used to using technology like Zoom and things like that? Or was that new to you as well? Yeah, I think it was new to all of us. There was a very, very steep learning curve at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, we did not, well, at least speaking for myself, I did not know how to translate a full-on emotional storytelling keynote over the computer. I've since learned how to utilize the tools within the Zoom platform to be able to give my clients an amazing immersive experience with pictures and graphics. But in the beginning, no, it was more like stick figures and <laughs> holding up pieces of paper. And I, I think that technology is such a powerful tool that we have to figure out how to incorporate it because I do not think the world is going to go back to only being a in-person environment. The virtual is here to stay, I believe. And, you know, Lucy, yeah. she's not. So the... It's unfortunate, but it's true. <laughs> I was going to say, she's not the first one to come on the show and say pretty much everything she just said, you know, in their own words, that it was new to them. They had to adapt, but it's here to stay. And, you know, we're, we're in a world now where you're going to have both. Uh, it's going to, still going to be the Zoom virtual world, and then there'll still be the personal contact. So you got to be prepared to do both. Um, at some point, are you prepared to go back out on the road for, for big auditorium-style events, Shantae? Yes, I'm already back on the road. I've been on the road for about a year now, and I've been probably 40 to 50 times so far. I'm very excited about in June, I will be speaking to a group of 12,000, and then I'll be flying to Singapore to speak to a group of 9,000. So yes, back in person is full effect right now. And you're still traveling the world. I am. I am, right? Well, I didn't think that would happen after I retired. Well, we're all human beings at the end of the day, right? I mean, we all have the same emotions. We all have the same motivations, you know, and that is to love our family and do better in life. So, uh, absolutely. yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry, Lucy, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, plus she has a wonderful story to tell. I mean, uh, it's it's been a very interesting life for a short period of life that you still you know you you're only in your early early forties or late thirties I guess um, and you've done a lot and a lot has happened to you and uh, you do it in such a way that it's very motivating so it's wonderful. Thank you, Lucy. Yeah, and now if somebody out there you know is listening. And would like to book you? Can is there? I, I take it they can contact you via the website. Yes, they can contact me via the website. I also have business partners with Big Speak, um, executive speaker bureaus, and you know I have to figure out how to get connected with the Orlando Speakers Bureau. I guess since I'm here, I should probably do that. But <laughs> but yes, I have a couple of partnerships with speakers bureaus as well. Okay, and once again, her website ShantaeLowSpeaks.com. And when we come back from the break, we'll continue the conversation with her and find out, you know, what what's what is it that people really are are holding on to right now? What is it that they really want to hear? 
because uh, it's it's a world in turmoil, as always, but maybe sometimes more than others. So once again, we're speaking with Shantae Lowe. And don't forget to go to orlando.score.org, sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And if you're just tuning in, there's an event coming up on March the 15th at the National Entrepreneur Center. It's the Women's Business Expo. And if you would like to be an exhibitor, you can go to orlando.score.org, or better yet, call them at 407-420-4844. It only costs $40 to have a table. And if you just want to attend, it's absolutely free. It'll be at the National Entrepreneur Center. And once again, that's March 15th, starting at 8 a.m. in the morning and going to mid to late afternoon. 407-420-4844 to uh, reserve a table and orlando.score.org to find out more details. So uh, please stay with us. And once again, check out ChanteLowSpeaks.com, C-H-A-U-N-T-E-L-O-W-E, Speaks.com. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. That we are. What's the score? Christopher Hart here, along with Lucy Polito, our guest today, Shantae Lowe. And she's a former Olympian and now a motivational speaker and author. And before we get back to the other stuff, uh, the book is yet to come out. You say it's coming out soon. Uh, can you give us the title of it? Yes. So the book is Boundless. It is um, a work through Scholastic. And I'm also working on an audiobook, which I'm very um, very thrilled about it. I have a great producer that I'm going to be working with. So it's for children. It's it's to give them those those lessons in resilience that they, you know, my heart is for children and just being able to give them the lessons of resilience that we're really not seeing in schools. I think that the books that they're reading are so heartbreaking and negative. You want to try to fill them with hope because they're going through a lot. And they, and they have been. And then that's, I think, one of the unfortunate things, especially about the last couple of years, is our children being exposed to, you know, adult problems Everything. at such a, a, an early point in their lives, boundless. And I, I and I, you're kind of drawing on your experience with your grandmother, I would take it. Absolutely. I talk about that in the story. I talk about, you know, the homelessness, but I always end it with a positive. How did I overcome it? What was my mindset in that time period that gave me the tools to be able to ultimately move from a world of poverty, breaking that cycle in my life and ending up, you know, becoming Olympian and forging my own path. And so that's the tool set that I want that I want children to get, because like you said, we as a community want what's best for our family, want what's best for our children, we want to see them grow up happy and healthy and, you know, feel like the last few years have really threatened that. And so we, we're that's what the book is about, just helping them move past a lot of these adult problems. <laughs> well, I look forward to it coming out. Boundless is the name of the book by Shantae Lowe. So, yeah, I, I definitely look forward to that. And I anticipate it will be very successful. Um, Thank so. You. What when you go speak, what is what is the main thing you, you you think the audience is really drawing on from you? I think that the biggest thing that they're wanting to know is how to move forward. What is the journey forward past these un 
imaginable obstacles that they're facing. The obstacles may look different, but the ultimate goal is how do you allow these to be stopping points or or small deterrents versus stopping points in their life? And believe it or not, the number one question that I get asked is how do you balance everything as, you know, how do you get all this stuff done? And, you know, I, I really talk to them about how I use my block scheduling, how I steal time for myself and make sure that I have, I'm, I'm serving my community out of a full cup. A lot of us don't schedule ourselves into our own calendar, especially as entrepreneurs. It's a time consuming endeavor, but being able to stop and schedule ourselves into our calendars every single day, putting the oxygen mask on ourselves will be so much more productive and effective for our communities if we could do that. And so I think that's the biggest thing and just helping them hope past whatever they see that's directly in front of them as a four-year-old or nine-year-old that, it, you know, has an abused mother that's facing homelessness, seeing all my belongings on the yard. How do I still move forward and believe that I could become an Olympian? And it's because I held on to that vision of Flojo, you know, winning her race and throwing up her arms and getting that gold medal placed around her neck. And I made sure that I, I kind of meditated on that to see it you know, to see it. And when I say meditate, I just mean I had a picture of her. I looked at her. I imagined it in my mind because I wanted, I knew that that's what I wanted. And and I felt like it was a, a part of my calling. My faith is a huge component of that and never letting that go no matter what. She, if I'm not mistaken, was well aware of the role that she played as a role model. And you seem to be as well. Uh, are you, do you think modern day, uh, modern day Olympians are as aware of that, that the the role that they play as a role model in all of their life? I think that there are some. Um, I believe that with the new name image likeness um, elements of the NCAA sports, people are more aware of it because they now could start businesses while they're in college using their name, their image, and their likeness. And it's so important to have a good name. It takes a lifetime to build it, but you could lose it in a second. And so you know, even in business, it's very important to act with integrity, no matter if you're in front of people or you're behind closed doors. And I take that so very seriously, especially as a mom, you know, um, because you have people that are watching you. And if you care anything about the world around you, you want to make it a better place and leave it better than than you found it. And that includes how you act and behave in the world. And by the way, she's a mom of three. I misspoke earlier when I said two. <laughs> so, and Lucy, she Stand makes up. she makes such an excellent point there uh, because you know your your business is and most a lot of businesses are simply word of mouth. And but no matter what your business is, the word of mouth can certainly negatively affect you. Did did we lose Lucy? All right, maybe we've lost Lucy, but she'll be back here in just a moment. But you do. I mean, that that's that's the, as you you related it to business. I mean, it it is. I mean, it's a direct thing. Uh, you know, how many businesses spend a huge part of their budget on public relations because they either their reputation has been tarnished or they want to make sure it doesn't get tarnished. So, uh very important to do that. So, I'm glad you made that point. The uh the audiences, what do they tell you afterwards? What, what, what do they come up and say, ah, I'm glad you said this kind of thing, right? <laughs> so it, it's 
I usually, and, and I don't mean this as a brag, but I like to move people in their heart. I think that people are going to forget the majority of what you say, but they're going to remember how you make them feel. And every single talk I finish, there are people with tears in their eyes and they're, they're telling me that what I've said touched them deeply, It that the story was very dynamic and different elements of the story was specific to them. They say, wow, it seems like you customized this talk just for me. And that means a lot to me. I, I take it very seriously, especially since, you know, as the business begins to grow and bigger stages begin to trust me with their audiences, I want to continue to give them that personalized impact to where they feel like they've had a personal moment with me. So usually it's that, you know, you've given me hope, which is what I aim for, and that it felt personalized and that I was their favorite speaker of all time. <laughs> you know, uh, that's fascinating because that's it's it's sort of very similar to radio because, you know, there'll be tens of thousands of people listening to it, this show, and yet most of them will be listening either by themselves or just a couple of them. So in a way, it's still a one-on-one -on -one conversation and a very personal form of interaction which I do believe is why it's so effective uh, for both public speaking and, and, of course, on radio, which is a form of the same thing. Um, so uh, if you ever get ready to, uh, you'd be great on radio. <laughs> Let's just put it that Thank way. Too. If you ever find time amongst everything else and can fit it into that block schedule of yours, Shante Lowe is our guest today. Shante Lowe Speaks dot com is her website and be on the lookout for her upcoming book boundless a positive book for children and so needed in this day and age every day and age for that matter so the, uh, the but the but as you said this is demanding on you and a lot of people think oh the life of a public speaker is easy you get to fly around in all these great city cities you know and, and you get to speak in it. but it's very rigorous uh, it takes a lot of work Absolutely. I customize each of my talks according to the needs of the client. So, you know, once a client calls me and they say, you know, we would like to have you in as the speaker, I immediately begin asking them probing questions about the most difficult challenges that their audience is facing. So I have to take a tremendous amount of time customizing my talk and making sure that it's meaningful to the audience. And, you know, I also always try to incorporate a, a question and answer. So I have to make sure that I'm ready for whatever may be asked and that I could deliver um, exactly what the, what the group needs and trying to get a feel for it. But then on top of that, I'm a mom. I love my kids. They're very active and I want to be present in their lives. So I, you know, I always try to make sure I'm not away on weekends, that I'm here for every volleyball tournament, every track meet, every, you know, computer science programming event, I don't want to miss any of it. I So I, I, I have to be very, very vigilant. I do get tired, but, and then I still have to make time for my husband, which is <laughs> important as well. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, this, once again, for entrepreneurs, this is, this is typical. This is not unusual because, you know, to have a successful business and make it successful, uh, it takes a lot of work and it takes dedication and, and it takes the whole family being, you know, good with it because uh, it, it can be demanding. So uh, th your life is, uh, you know, it, it's, you're an example of the modern day entrepreneur and everything that uh, they have to juggle in this day and age and to be <laughs> successful. Uh, so I, I hope that you'll write a book for adults 
Uh, maybe boundless I too. I will. <laughs> so I'm sure we can get a lot out of it. That's that's uh, no doubt. ShanteLowSpeaks.com is the website. And you say you've been on podcast. Uh, do you have links to those things there as well? I do have to update my website. That is one of the main things that I feel like I... I, I will say is a struggle for me being able to update the website because I'm working so much and realizing that it's now a point in my business to acquire additional help. So I will begin updating those things, but there's a ton of material and content that I have not yet put on there. So if you're listening, know that it is evolving. Chris just brought up a point that I definitely need to address. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, before we take a break, would uh, you just like to give a shout out to your children? Yes. Hey, this is mommy, Jasmine, Aurora, MJ. Mommy is so incredibly proud of you, but just because I'm on the radio doesn't mean you don't have to do your homework. So make sure you get it done. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They could be hearing you say that and then you're standing over their shoulder looking at them, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. There you go. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll continue the conversation with Shantae Lowe. In the meantime, don't forget also to go to orlando.score.org. And sign up for the newsletter is the best way to just keep up with everything SCORE's got going on. Or just visit there regularly, either way, orlando.score.org. And if you have a question, if you want to speak and maybe set up a mentorship program, or if you want to be an exhibitor for the Women's Festival, Business Festival coming up on March the 15th, call them at 420-407-420-4844, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. What's the score? And once again, thanks for tuning in. I am Christopher Hart, and along with Lucy Polito, our guest today, Shantae Lowe, former Olympian, now motivational speaker and author. Before we get back to the conversation, though, I'd just like to remind you, she's utilizing radio, and you can utilize radio, too, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is talk to the great folks here at Salem Media Group Orlando. They can uh, help you out with your radio message, get your message out, even in your voice, if you'd like to do it that way. Or, of course, they can voice it for you. They can write the script for you. They can do the whole thing. And uh, they can maximize your exposure via radio here at Salem Surround Orlando. And um, also, they can integrate your online messaging with your radio messaging or just focus with the online messaging. All of that they do right here also. You go to surroundorlando.com to find out more. They are local experts who know their way around the Internet, but they also know their way around this community. So visit them at surroundorlando.com. If you'd like to speak with someone over the phone, 407-618-1760 for Salem Media Group Orlando, 407-618-1760. And once again, this station has been chosen as Salem Media Group's Station of the Year. So take advantage of that, ladies and gentlemen, and tell them you heard about it on the What's the Score show, if you would, please. Um, Shante, uh, you were just mentioning during the break that uh, you're going to be attending a women's event in Jacksonville. Can you give us a couple of details, please? Yes, it's a great event. It's called Generation Wow 2023, The Positive and the Possible. And it's being um, 
thrown on by Donna Orinder, the former WNBA commissioner. It's a culmination of hundreds of women from all around the world, giving them inspiration, life-changing, like, Inter, like just high energy, great, great speakers. And I was asked to be a keynote speaker there. So if there's anyone who's local who wants to hear about it or or wants to learn more about the event, um, I, I believe that the website is Jen Wow, Jen, sorry, jenwnow.com. Jenwnow.com. Okay. Very good. And it sounds like it's going to be an exciting event as well. And we mentioned earlier the SCORE Women's Expo coming up on March the 15th at the National Entrepreneur Center. You can find out more details on that at orlando.score.org. I I want to go back uh, to where we kind of started. Um, You you spoke about your grandmother, her singing and uh, wanting to be a singer all her life and family obligations drew her away. But then I believe you said in her 40s, she just happened to be singing and ended up singing at Ronald Reagan's inauguration. I mean, that, that's fascinating. Did, was she around to see you go to the Olympics and know that she played a role in you being there? Yes, she did. So she was a, she was here to watch me go to two Olympic Games, and she was here to watch me have my first daughter. And the thing that was great about her is even, like, a lot of people think it's that last, that you do one great thing, and that's the one thing that catapults your business or your career. But it wasn't that. She was constantly agreeing and volunteering to sing all the way from those teenage years till she was 45. And so she was constantly working at it. And she believed that no matter how large or how small the audience, she was going to sing with excellence. And she told me she would imagine that every audience was Carnegie Hall. And I believe that, you know, when the opportunity meets the preparation, that's what ended up giving her the opportunity to speak, uh, to, to sing at the White House is because she was preparing for that moment almost her entire life. That's an amazing story. Do you happen to have any recordings of her singing? I do. I was I was telling Lucy uh, I do but she 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 has a, a a record I'm sorry I don't know I'm stuttering she has a record she ended up being able to launch a a career as a professional singer after that so she did have a record but hearing her sing the inauguration and it's not even a traditional voice it's a very deep rich voice that she that she sings with can you give us her name because I'm going to pull that up play it Juanita Booker Juanita Booker and what year was that. I believe 1980. Probably 80 or 84. I mean, there's only two, two, so we'll find it. Definitely was not 84. It wasn't 84, so it was the first one. Okay, 1980. Okay, Juanita Booker. All right, we'll definitely pull that up. Uh, I look forward to hearing that. Uh, What would you say to your, what are you going to say to your grandchildren? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> you think you Whoa, made me so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, besides telling them how hard their mothers made it for me, no, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really just going to tell them that, that probably the same thing that no matter how hard or how long you never stop short of the goal. I think the only way to guarantee that you will lose 100% of the time is to quit. And so I will teach them that no matter what, perseverance is is what they should dedicate themselves to. Once again, Lucy, the perfect message for the up-and-coming entrepreneur, isn't it? Yes, it most definitely is. You know, uh, I have really, 
appreciated this interview tremendously because uh, you are a you are someone that can encourage an awful lot of people. You know that you've uh, you've been successful at at uh, your career, which was you know the sports part of it, and now you're being successful in encouraging people to uh, try for whatever their goal is and be successful at it. And there you are. Uh, you're a perfect example of that. You have been successful in sports, and now you're being successful in a whole totally different type of career. So I congratulate you. Uh, do not, under any circumstances, lose your spirit. And I think uh, your kids are going to follow. One of them is going to follow up on your footsteps, I'm sure. Well, I am hoping for that. <laughs> and, and I want to focus that it hasn't been, you know, a bed of roses, that you faced your own mortality. Uh, you know, you, yeah. with 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 your battle with cancer, so uh, it's you have proven your story. Uh, it, it's not just the story; it's your life. I guess what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, and I think it's so relatable because everyone has their battles, their trials. There's there's that's grandma, <laughs> the scar, the scars, and the wounds. And we have to figure out a way to help each other because no one of us is better than the other person, but we each have a unique set of skills and experiences that will help. We need each other. And and I realize that I have a, a role to play in that. Yeah, And uh, you kind of reminded me there of a uh, Sugar Ray Leonard said uh, in an interview one time that uh, challenges in life is what makes champions in life. In other words, yes. if you don't have those challenges, if you don't have that opponent and that skilled opponent to, and I'm not necessarily talking about it being a boxing ring, but you, business, whatever, <laughs> that, that you don't rise to that level you could otherwise, and you don't know the joy of succeeding. Absolutely. Iron sharpens iron. You know, this also shows that uh, when you have a dream, as you mentioned before, I mean, your dream, even when you were four years old, was too big to be an athlete and uh, you manage to uh, do that and so people should you know if you have a dream you should continue with that because for sure you know i know from experience if you like something you're going to be successful at it if because you really really like it and so sometimes not in your case i'm sure but sometimes you don't even have to get paid a lot because you're doing something that you like you know, I can tell you that uh, even in my in my own personal experience, I loved what I did while I was working. And uh, obviously, the good news is I'm not working anymore, so my bosses don't have to hear me. But <laughs> I could have done a lot of this stuff without having to be paid because I actually enjoyed it. And I think that's a big difference. If you, if you work at something that you enjoy, you're going to be good at it and you're going to be a happy camper always because you're doing what you like. Absolutely. And it's just the added, I feel like it's an added bonus to be able to provide for my family and, and, you know, give them a secure household, plan for their education, doing something that I love. And I, I guess I would add that to them. You know, if you could find a passion that you love extraordinarily and be able to use that to take care of your family, that's, 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 that's a win-win. That's a win. Yeah. That's yeah. the win. That's what, that's what we all want. And that's, that's the, the, the root and the goal of entrepreneurialism is to do just that. So uh, once again, we just have another minute or so. Uh, just, just final thoughts, uh, Shante. 
I just want to thank you, Chris and Lucy, for taking the time to allow me to share on this platform. It means a lot to me, and I don't take it for granted. You guys are phenomenal. What you're doing for the community is so needed. And, and you know, I just if, if I could do anything right now is give you guys your flowers because this is this is amazing. We need you, and you guys are doing a great job. Well, we, we need these positive messages, too. And I once again, I look forward to your boundless book for children because uh, – these are the things that will help our children grow and succeed and overcome, you know, their obstacles in life, uh, just piling more on them in, in the form of warning them of what's out there is that's only, you know, there's a place for that, but not that can't be the whole thing. You know, we, we have to have a balance here. So uh, congratulations on writing that book, by the way. It's it's not easy to write a book and it's not easy to when be a public think speaker. Be out? When it's will out. it be out? March 7th. So it's on pre-order in walmart.com, Target, Barnes and Noble. And I think, I believe it's translated into 20 languages. So. Wow. I got a feeling it's going to be translated into a lot more languages. Uh, so, but uh, anyway, thanks for being on the show with us today. ShantaeLowSpeaks.com is her website. ShantaeLowSpeaks.com. And yeah, go on out and pre-order Boundless. Uh, and Is that Amazon too? I take it also, Shante? I haven't found it on Amazon yet. I don't know what's up with that. Well, they'll they'll come late to the party. Don't worry about that. So go to Barnes & Noble or the Target or Walmart and order this book for your children, your grandchildren. Get lots of copies and spread them around, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, look for Shantae at the women's event in Jacksonville. Go WNow.com. I'm sorry, Jen wnow.com yep. for that website and then also don't forget orlando.score.org and also go to surroundorlando.com for the radio here so once again Shante thanks for being with us and God bless you and your family yes. thank you Shante congratulations absolutely thank you alright and that's it for this week so until next week that's all for what's the score Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.